Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Our next guest, one of my favorites. He's a part of the Good Morning Football crew, orchestrating all that good stuff. Shares a building with me over at SNY. You never know when he could be rolling around. Never sees me, but every now and again, you may have a moment where I'm rolling in, I'm half asleep, and he could perk me up, and he's as good as it gets with the NFL. So let's talk a little playoffs in the coaching carousel with Matt Hamilton from Good Morning Football over at the NFL Network. Matty, what's happening, brother? Happy New Year. Hey, JJ. Happy New Year. Excited to be back on with you. Well, Matty, it's good to have you back aboard as always. And listen, the topic of conversation for most of the morning has been about the giant coaching search. Let's start with the Cowboys. I guess you can't be surprised, right? Jerry Jones comes out, says they're looking for a head coach with NFL coaching experience. If that's the criteria, Mike McCarthy obviously going to be at the top of your list. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, fu- it's funny how there was so much buzz around Ron Rivera's hiring. You know, we've seen Ron Rivera have some success. He's a guy that brings stability to the organization. He's, you know, he's a good personality. But Mike McCarthy, you put their resumes up against each other's, and you're taking Mike McCarthy's 100 times out of 100. Um, and yet, you know, it didn't seem like people were that enthused with the idea of Mike McCarthy. He's a guy who's won 125 games in this league. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He's been to the playoffs countless times. Um, you know, if you're looking for a guy that has the experience that's going to be the quote-unquote adult in the room, it's hard to do much better right now with what's out there than Mike McCarthy. So I think, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, it may not be the splash hire necessarily you, you were looking for with an Urban Meyer or Lincoln Riley. But, you know, when you take a step back, you could have done a lot worse. And I think McCarthy, you know, given all the, the issues they had and the, the seeming dysfunction towards the end of the season, I think McCarthy is the right hire there. Matty, obviously analytics come into play a lot more for NFL head coaches. We have seen the way that John Harbaugh has kind of evolved over the years. Andy Reid has evolved over the years. I think for Mike McCarthy, the year off was a must. I think he's a good hire for the Cowboys, but I got to be fair. The last couple of years in Green Bay were very disappointing. I thought at times they were way too conservative. I thought there were times they didn't get the very best out of a team led by the great Aaron Rodgers. I think Mike McCarthy needed that year in a way to kind of hit the reset button, to change some of the elements of his coaching style. Listen, he's been successful. He's won. But we haven't seen that coach go to two different franchises and win the Super Bowl you think the year off is really going to help them? Absolutely. I think that's a huge thing, and that's the biggest concern I have 
with a Ron Rivera is him having a job five minutes after he's fired. He doesn't get that chance to reflect and evaluate what went wrong. And I think McCarthy, you know, from everything you hear from Peter King and everywhere else, he took that, uh, that year off to heart and really looked at what went wrong. And I think when you look at, you know, who he hires as his assistants, it's going to be a barometer of that. Does he go back to the Ben McAdoo's and Don Capers of the world, or does he, you know, bring in some fresh blood and some guys who are going to bring new ideas and challenge him and bring different perspectives? So, um, no, I think that year off is absolutely crucial for him, and it seems to have had a big impact. Matty, moving over to the New York Giants, is it – Basically, Matt Rule or bust. I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. I don't see Josh McDaniels taking the job. I don't want to see the Giants go the route of a coordinator. I want somebody with coaching experience. It doesn't have to be NFL coaching experience, but Rule, a program builder at Baylor, he's highly regarded amongst NFL circles. He's got ties to the New York Giant organization. Is Matt Rule, in your opinion, the ideal fit to be the next coach of the Giants? Absolutely. I think he has to be the guy. Um, you know, and as you said, it's not just about it's not just about head coaching experience. They got that with the last hire in Shermer. It's about successful head coaching experience. And I think it doesn't matter the level. Um, you know, I think with him having it at the college level, I don't think that's necessarily a knock on him. He knows how to command the room. He knows how to lead a team. He knows how to manage the game in close games in those tight situations, which we saw Shermer struggle with time and time again. Rule has had success with those time after time. And, you know, Gettleman, something interesting that Gettleman said in his press conference, which is absolutely true, the players are getting younger and younger coming in. Getting a guy that can relate to those young players isn't going to be the worst thing in the world either. Um, And knowing that he can work with a guy like Gettleman already with him having had that experience is a big plus. He's the guy I got to sit down with a couple of years ago um, at this draft in Philly when he was the head coach at Temple, and he's, you know, he is. He's a guy that is a, that commands respect. He's a commanding presence, and he's he's a relatable guy as well. And I think he's the guy that locker room will respond to. We got Matt Hamilton over at the NFL Network, part of the Good Morning Football crew. He's joining us here on the fan. And listen, Maddie, I'm sure you guys are spending a ton of mornings. Figuring out, you know, is it finally the end for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? I'm sure you guys have probably done this like 10 zillion times and thinking about the possibilities. Now it seems real. The Patriots lose back-to-back home games for the first time in over a decade. They squandered a bye against my beloved Miami Dolphins. They lose wildcard weekend after Henry goes crazy. Ryan Tannehill does just enough and the Patriots get shut out in the second half. I still think at the end of the day for Tom Brady, the best chance to win is going to be with the New England Patriots. It's going to be with Bill Belichick. But he wants to get paid. He wants to be taken care of. He's a free agent for the first time in his career. How real, how legitimate is it, the possibility of seeing Tom Brady like Joe Montana or Emmett Smith or Joe Namath wearing a different uniform, which would just seem so, so weird. percent agree with you. It's hard for me to imagine him going somewhere else. I do think his best chance to win is in New England, and I think at the end of the day they get it done. But I'm hearing more and more momentum. Um, 
to the possibility of him leaving New England and going somewhere else. I, 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 this is a legitimate thing. This isn't just pure speculation. This is a real possibility that we could see Tom Brady in another uniform next year. If New England moved on from Brady, are we talking drafting a quarterback, Matty? Would Belichick go and get a veteran free agent? Like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the situation, and I honestly can't do it. I just don't know where New England would turn. It's obviously not Jared Stidham coming out of Auburn. What would be next for New England if they actually did the unthinkable? That's a really good question. And there are this is a year where you have a lot of capable veteran quarterbacks available. I could see them drafting a guy and maybe pairing him with, like, an Andy Dalton, let's say, which is crazy as that sounds. Um, would there be anything more Belichick than to flex and prove that he can win, um, you know, with Andy Dalton, though, to show, you know, there is that argument and that, that tension that's been there. Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? For, for Belichick to try to roll forward for a year with an Andy Dalton while he develops a guy and show, hey, I can win with anyone, like, you know, while it may seem crazy on the face of it, that might be his way to show, hey, it wasn't Brady, it was me. Well, Matty, I'll tell you this. Belichick's the GOAT from what I've seen as far as coaches go. I didn't get to live through Paul Brown and Vince Lombardi. He goes to another stratosphere if he could start winning games in January with Andy Dalton as his quarterback. <laughs> I can't imagine that world. Andy Dalton in a Patriot uniform alongside Bill Belichick. And I kind of hope it happens because it means Tom Brady's playing somewhere else. Amazing the narrative now as we get ready for the divisional round. Isn't it kind of crazy to witness this changing of the guard? You know, you watch guys like Tom Brady and Drew Brees lose wild card weekend, and you see the emergence of the young quarterback. My goodness, in the AFC, I mean, we're going to be looking at Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. They're going to be playing deep into January, I think, for a long period of time, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the way things are looking right now, it's it's exciting. You know, it's 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 the first time you know since 2008 that we didn't have both Breeze and Brady in the playoffs at this point. Um, but yeah, seeing you know seeing Deshaun step up in the big moments, I think that was a huge win for him last weekend. Um, given what happened last year and just how anemic that effort was against the Colts, to see him bounce back, you know, it was looking like it was going that way again. And to see him take the game into his own hands and, and will that team back was uh, was a big moment for him. And uh, obviously Mahomes, um, you know, what he's been able to do and the way that he's bounced back. You know, teams we've seen teams, we saw teams adjust to Mahomes this year. They started playing the Chiefs a lot more man coverage and uh, forcing Mahomes to have to make some throws into some tighter windows. And, you know, he's he's... He's honed his game. He's gotten more accurate. He's leaned on his athleticism a little bit more to extend plays. You're seeing him adjust back, which is what you want to see out of your young quarterback when the league does eventually start figuring them out a little bit. And then obviously, you know, you have the pending MVP um, in Baltimore as well. So um, it's hard to ask for a better crop of quarterbacks on that day, young quarterbacks on that AFC side right now. Matt Hamilton over at the NFL Network. Good morning, football crew. Okay, Matty, we all want to see Baltimore and Kansas City in the AFC title game. Who is the more live underdog? Is it Tennessee because of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and the way they've played, or is it the Texans with Deshaun Watson? 
still think it's the Texans as well as the Titans are playing right now. I think that Ravens team is just has just too much firepower and it's just too good. I think it's the Texans, um, you know, in large part because we saw them do it earlier this year. You know, they went into Kansas City. They absolutely dominated the time of possession. They, they controlled the ball for 40 minutes, including 13 and a half minutes in the fourth quarter of that game. They were sort of run the ball down the Chiefs' throat. And uh, they were able to slow Mahomes down, um, you know, with with playing man coverage and, you know, really challenging these receivers, challenging Mahomes more and more. And as I said, as he, even though he has adjusted a little bit, I think they can make things tough. I think their secondary has gotten better and better as the year has gone on, as they've made some of those additions with guys like Vernon Hargraves and Gary Ann Conley, who, you know, are talented guys who didn't work out elsewhere that they brought in. Obviously, having J.J. Watt in, back in there was a huge deal last weekend. I think it will be again. Um, I still think the Chiefs can squeak it out, but I think the Texans um, I think the Texans have the blueprint to be able to give them a, a really tight game. Matty, I can't believe I'm saying this. Kirk Cousins has earned my trust. I never looked at him as a guy that I would believe in in a big game, in a pressure-packed game. Last week against New Orleans, he was brilliant. I mean, the big throws in overtime. Yes, I get it. Dalvin Cook being able to run the football helps. But now that Kirk Cousins has almost gotten this monkey off his back, that he has won a big game, do you look at the Vikings in maybe a much different way than, dare I say, you did a week ago when they were going into New Orleans? Because they can run it. Hunter and Griffin were all over the place in disrupting Drew Brees. My questions with that team always were about the quarterback. Now I think all the pressure in the world will be on San Francisco with them being the number one seed, and the Vikings could go into that game and let it all hang out, for goodness sakes. Absolutely, and and you look at that Vikings roster top to bottom. There's so much talent there, and as complete as the Niners are, they have that big question mark at quarterback right now, too, as far as postseason experience is concerned. You know, you don't know necessarily how Jimmy Garoppolo is going to react in this situation. We haven't seen it before. Um, yeah, with the way Cousins played, um, you know, going, you know, and I, I think you got to give credit to Mike number two for saying, you know, we're going to open it up here in one of the biggest moments of the game and let you air it out and let you take that shot downfield. Because I feel like for a lot of that game, they were very careful with him and they were afraid of, you know, putting him in that situation where the game was on his shoulders. Um, but yeah, seeing him get that off his back with those, you know, having Diggs and Thiel in there, having, as he said, Griffin and Daniil. Daniil Hunter's, you know, been one of the best defensive players in the league this year. Having those guys on the other side of the ball, I mean, this is a team that's absolutely loaded with talent, going up against a very inexperienced team on the other side. So I think you absolutely have to take them seriously in this game, which you're right, a week ago with the wrap on Cousins, with the way Cousins has played in big games, would be, it would be laughable. I think now you, you have to take them very seriously. Okay, Maddie, you have a background into looking at guys going into the draft, scouting prospects and whatnot. Tua, who I've had the ultimate man crush on for the last three years, going back to that title game, coming off the bench, leading Bama to victory over Georgia. He's a guy I've drooled over. I understand the medicals are a concern, but he declared for the NFL draft Monday. Will Tua be a top 10 pick? I believe so. Uh, you know, obviously the medicals have to check out. All these teams are going to do their due diligence there. But, um, you know, and I know you have not just the medical with the hip, but the concerns about him being injured prone going forward, given that we've seen a couple different things with him. Um, I think that's going to be the only question mark teams have, but I think the talent outweighs those concerns. 
um, assuming that hip does check out. Um, I think when you see not just the talent, the makeup, the leadership abilities, he's the total package of everything that you're looking for in your next franchise quarterback. And I think, you know, if the Dolphins are able to grab him that, grab him that five, I think, you know, that's a steal. You lucked out. This is a guy that you looked at as, you know, we have to have the number one pick in order to get him just a couple months ago. And now, you know, being able to get him at five would be a huge win for the Dolphins. And, you know, especially the way this season played out with them being able to, you know, get some team-building wins late in the season, get some wins that, you know, allowed Brian Flores to show that, hey, maybe he is the coach that can lead this team going forward. Um, you know, to have that, to have those moments that you were able to get as a Dolphins fan and get some of those big wins yeah, and also get your franchise quarterback in the draft would just be, you know, an incredible win-win scenario that I think is very, very realistic right now. Would be music to my ears, win-win all around. All right, Maddie. before we get you out of here, I had the Chiefs and the Saints a week ago. Well, that prediction is dead. I still think the Chiefs are getting to the Super Bowl. NFC right now, I think it goes through San Francisco. In Miami in a couple of weeks, who's playing in the ball? I have Baltimore out of the AFC, and I, I've got the Niners on the other side. I think, um, you know, I think those teams are just so complete, top to bottom. They can do, they can beat you in so many different ways. Um, as well as the Chiefs have been playing, and that defense has picked up. I just, I still trust the Ravens a little bit more. And while that defense has picked up in Kansas City. You look at the opposition that they've played while they've picked up, it hasn't exactly been that Ravens offense. And, and this is a very different Ravens team than the one they beat early, early on in the season. I think the Ravens get it done and uh, are playing in Miami. I think the Ravens ultimately win it down in Miami. Maddie, appreciate a couple of minutes. Keep up the good work. We'll be watching on Good Morning Football. All right, take care. Appreciate you, JJ. Have a good one. There you have it. Matt Hamilton over at the Good Morning Football Crew with the NFL Network. Good perspective there. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.